This is the Fantasy Football Podcast, where we take data and convert it into fantasy success. No bias, no hot takes, only victory. This is the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast, and now your host, Dustin Chandry. Welcome into episode 54 of the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Chandry. And for today's episode, we will we will be doing a full recap with key observations and trends from around the league in week 17 championship week here in the NFL. But before we get started, I want to remind you, you can follow and interact with the show. We are on Twitter at FFAlchemistPod. Now verified. Again, we are at FFAlchemistPod. You can also email the show any questions at FantasyAlchemistPodcast at gmail.com. Let's start with the Thursday night game in week 17 and the red-hot Cleveland Browns because Browns veteran quarterback, and by the way, Joe Flacco has to win comeback player of the year. But Joe Flacco, he has four straight games with over 300 passing yards. That is the same amount of games. Again, 300 plus passing yard games this season as Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Matt Stafford, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert. In fact, there are only five quarterbacks in the league that have more than four 300-plus passing yard games this season, and Joe Flacco has done it in four straight, and he's only been back in five games so far this year. Now, as for the backfield, the opportunity share uh, for the Browns from weeks three through 16 looked like this. Jerome Ford had a 52% backfield opportunity share. Kareem Hunt was at 35%, and Pierre Strong was at 12%. Now, on Thursday night, this looked very similar. Ford was at 50, Hunt was at 37, and Strong was at 13. So very, very close to what their season opportunity share looked like here in Week 17. Nonetheless, Jerome Ford, he finished with 26.1 PPR points. He had his highest yards per carry, 5.3 yards per carry, since Week 12. He had his highest yards per target, 19 yards per target, on the season by far. It was his second multi-touchdown game of the season, Week 3 was the other one. Now, congrats to those that had him in their playoff lineups, but I think this was almost certainly an outlier given his utilization was right in line with his season average. As for the New York Jets, wide receiver Garrett Wilson, he came into Thursday night with the most targets in the NFL, but he had a porous catch rate at 57%, and he only had three touchdowns on the season coming into Thursday night. He was well behind all the other top target earners in the league in both catch rate and total touchdowns. Now, Thursday night, that was no different. Another 10-target game for Garrett Wilson, but he only had five receptions, no touchdowns. In fact, Garrett Wilson has 12 games this year with at least eight targets and below a 70% catch rate. Now, I did some quick math on this, but if you take the top 20 target earners in the NFL and their combined average catch rate, which is 66%, you apply that to Garrett Wilson's rate instead of his 57%, that would that would be an increase of 13 receptions and about 145 yards based on his 10.8 yards per reception. That would add another 28 PPR fantasy points in total or about 1.7 per game. Now his total PPR points would move him from wide receiver 24, which is where he is right now on the season, all the way to wide receiver 13. And of course we are 
we aren't even factoring in any positive touchdown regression, regression, which he should be due for as well. So I say all that to say this. We were robbed of an elite Garrett Wilson breakout season the moment Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles and the front office failed to get a quality backup. I am still extremely high on Garrett Wilson in Dynasty and going into 2024. Now let's move to the Sunday game. So we'll talk about another wide receiver who I think is arguably the fantasy football MVP for this year, and that is Dallas Cowboys wide receiver C.D. Lamb. Now on Sunday, he had a season high, 17 targets, 13 receptions, and a 45% target share. Now his splits before and after the Cowboys week seven buy is pretty significant. Pre-buy, his targets per game, 7.0. Post-buy, 12.6. His target share, pre-buy, 22%. Post-buy, 34.2. His PPR points per game, pre-buy, 14.6. Post-buy, it was 27.8. Truly elite numbers in the second half of the season from week eight on from C.D. Lamb. Now, his total PPR points per game by season, 2021, it was 14.6. 2022, 17.7. And 2023, it was 22.9 in total, but again, his post-buy split was almost 28 points a game. An absolute league winner if you were able to get through the first month and a half with CD on your roster. After two disappointing games, Lions rookie tight end Sam Laporta had a season-high 12 targets in Week 17. In fact, over the last seven weeks, Sam Laporta was averaging only 12 targets. Again, he had a season-high 12 targets in week 17. Now his target share was also a season high. That was 37 and a half percent. Now he only caught seven of 12 targets and that is only the fifth time this season that Laporta has been below a 60% catch rate in a game. Now as for the backfield, Lions rookie Jameer Gibbs had 18 total opportunities to only 15 for David Montgomery here in week 17. This marks the first time this season that Gibbs has had an over 50% backfield opportunity share in back-to-back games with Montgomery active. The last two weeks, Jameer Gibbs was at 54 opportunity share in week 16, and then again in week 17, he was identical 54% opportunity share over David Montgomery. Now, obviously, 2024 is a long ways away. I will be cautious, though, about where Jameer Gibbs is ranked in the preseason going into next year because I still think this will be closer to a 50-50 backfield as it was most of this season. However, I think it is clear down the stretch that Jameer Gibbs is now the 1A to Montgomery's 1B in this backfield. Patriots running back Kevin Harris, he led the team in receiving yards on Sunday on only two targets. He had 54 receiving yards on those two targets. Harris, in total, he had four opportunities on Sunday, two targets plus two carries. He had a 20% backfield opportunity share. The previous week, he was at 23%. Now, coming into week 17, the Patriots as a team have only had three instances all year where a player has had at least 75 receiving yards in a game. That is the worst by far in the National Football League. Bills wide receiver Stephon Diggs finished below 9 PPR points in 6 of his last 7 games to finish the 2023 season. Now, sure, he had another 25% target share game on Sunday, but that is largely irrelevant 
when one of two things are happening. One, you have fluctuating team target volume, as we have seen in week 15 and 16, where the target volume plummeted, having a high target share is irrelevant if the pie is small. The other piece is a poor success or catch rate, which Stefan Diggs has dramatically declined here in the last half of the season as well. Both factors have occurred for Diggs during this terrible closing stretch. The Atlanta Falcons had 13 total passing completions on Sunday. Now, prior to week 17, there's been 480 team game stats this season. Only 64 of those games have resulted in a team with 15 or fewer completions. That's 13% of games. This is now the sixth time this season that the Falcons have failed to exceed 15 completions in a game. That's 38% of their games this year, by far the most in the NFL. Speaking of fluctuating passing volume, in week 16, Raiders quarterback Aiden O'Connell, he had nine completions on 21 attempts. This week in week 17, he had 30 completions on 47 attempts for 299 yards passing. All of those were season high. And even with the significant jump in passing attempts on Sunday, wide receiver Devontae Adams, he had a target share of 46%. That is above his 34% target share on the season. This resulted in 21 total targets. That is the most targets in a game for any player in the last three seasons. And then lastly, even though Zamir White only played 57% of snaps on Sunday, he had 87% of the total backfield opportunities. That is on par with his 88% share the prior week. Most importantly, Zamir White had a season-high six targets, catching five of them. He was third on the team in targets with a season-high 13% target share. Now, since becoming the starter without Josh Jacobs, Zamir White has finished between running back 12 and running back 17 in weekly scoring for three straight weeks. Now, Zamir White's PPR points per game in that three-game sample from weeks 15 to 17 was 15.8 PPR points. By comparison, Josh Jacobs' PPR points per game from weeks 1 through 14 was only 13.7. If you somehow got to the fantasy football playoffs, with Cardinals running back James Conner on your roster, he likely delivered you a championship. Because from weeks 13 through 17, James Conner was averaging 22.2 PPR points. His weekly finishes at the running back position in that four-game stretch, running back 5, 11, 4, and 4. And on Sunday, James Conner had a season-high 26 rushing attempts, 128 rushing yards. He had two total touchdowns, and that brings his total touchdown mark to six over their last four games. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers had 33 total team targets on Sunday, but it was Cade Otten and Chase Edmonds that led the team in targets with six apiece. The 18% target share for the highest target earner was a season low for the Bucks that had that had, had a fairly concentrated target group coming in to week 17. In fact, it's the first game this year where none of Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, or Rashad White exceeded a 20% target share in a game. Saints tight end Jawan Johnson led the team in targets on Sunday. He had a season high, 12 targets, 8 receptions, 90 yards, and 27 PPR points. 
Johnson has had a touchdown in three straight games, and he averaged 18.8 PPR points per game over his last three. In week 16, Panthers quarterback Bryce Young, he had his best passing yards per attempt on the season at 8.9 passing yards per attempt. However, in week 17, he regressed pretty significantly. Young had his worst yards per attempt on the season at 3.5. Jaguars running back Travis Etienne in week 17, his snap rate, which was 62%, and his total opportunities, 18, were in line with his post-buy decline in utilization. However, he had his first 20-plus point PPR game since the Jags' Week 9 bye week. He was propelled by his first multi-touchdown game in the last eight weeks. Without Raheem Mostert in the lineup, Dolphins running back Devon Achain, he had a 63% backfield opportunity share on Sunday. That was his second highest of the season. And it would have been higher had the starters not been pulled in the fourth quarter due to a blowout. Nonetheless, HN, he had 137 total yards on 19 opportunities. He caught four of five targets with a touchdown. He had 23.7 PPR points, which is good for running back eight on the week. In fact, HN has only played over 40% snap share in seven games this season. And in those seven contests, HN has finished as a top 10 running back in weekly scoring in five of them. Steelers wide receiver George Pickens, his week 16 game where he had 34.5 PPR points, was a highly improbable outcome given his utilization. However, his week 17 19.1 PPR points was not. Pickens had nine targets, his most since their week six bye. He had a season-high seven receptions, and he has back-to-back finishes inside the weekly top 10 during the Fantasy Football Championship with Mason Rudolph at quarterback. Furthermore, George Pickens, he had a career-high 43% target share on Sunday. His previous best of 39% occurred when Deontay Johnson was out of the lineup. Chiefs running back Isaiah Pachenko had the backfield to himself on Sunday, and this led to a season-high 93% snap rate, 25 total opportunities, 130 rushing yards, 7.2 yards per carry. He had seven targets, and he caught all of them for seven receptions. He had 29 and a half. PPR points, he finished as running back two on the week. And then lastly, we'll talk about the Green Bay Packers because Bo Melton was promoted from the practice squad two weeks ago. But on Sunday, he led the team with nine targets on a 66% snap participation. He finished with 105 yards and a touchdown, 22 and a half PPR points, good for wide receiver six on the season. But the real takeaway here is going to be fellow rookie Jordan Reed. He has seen at least eight targets in four of his last five games since week 12. Reed finished with six receptions on eight targets for 89 yards and two touchdowns on Sunday night football. That resulted in 26.9 PPR points good for wide receiver four on the week. Now on the season, Jaden Reed, he only has five games with at least eight targets but he averages 19.8 PPR points in that five-game sample. So that'll wrap up episode 54. We'll be back with another episode next week, looking at key observations and trends from week 18, the final week of the regular season. And then we'll wrap up the season with some season-long review, some things we got right, some things we got wrong. We'll hand out some awards. We'll have some fun there, and then we'll head into off-season mode. So for Dustin Chandry, signing off here at the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast. Thanks for listening. 
Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast. You can follow the pod on Twitter at FFAlchemistPod or email us at FantasyAlchemistPodcast at gmail.com.